Do it live. Yeah, we'll do it live. And we are live right now. Finally, folks. We are live. We are right alive. now. Alive, Woo! actually, kind of, maybe, you know. In front of, of the millions or dozens of, millions of or people. dozens. Yeah, just only a few people tonight, obviously, because we're like two hours late, not even like on time. In fact, in fact, we're actually days late, don't you think? Because wasn't this like yeah. supposed to be on Sunday? But then like yesterday, but I mean, the doctors, doctors, right? Department. It's all about the doctors, man. It's all about the doctors. But it's I mean, so good. I won't be seeing another doctor for a while. Um, there's just a precautionary checkup because they thought I might have uh, had a medical condition, which I don't have, but I need to I, I need to comply with their tests so that um, it's a long story. It's nothing bad. Indeed. It is a long story. Nothing bad. Fair enough. So we got uh, our question and answer thing tonight. Patreon Platinums first. Patreon Silver. Super Chats, Discord, YouTube. One question for Platinums. One question for Silvers for first hour. Second hour, we do another round of questions for the Patreon ones. Otherwise, Super Chats are all the way through. If you give us a Super Chat, then we will answer your question. Uh, then we go through Discord <coughs> questions. And at the very end, we do some YouTube questions. So if you have questions on YouTube, please hold those yep. and whatnot. Um I think that's basically about it at this point uh, for that. Um, yeah. Thank you all for your much-needed patience. I really appreciate it. Sometimes, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm amazed as to how patient this audience is with us, uh, given how difficult us being on time ever uh, is a thing. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for it, <laughs> like day jobs and doctor's appointments and the fact right. that I'm in a salary position for my day job and not uh, hourly. So mm -hmm. it complicates things and I have to travel often. So, and we're human, but I recognize that this audience uh, allows us to be human, which I very much appreciate and uh, yeah. am very grateful for. So I feel, I feel really bad because I'm pretty sure there's a song about it, but I don't know yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, we got I prehistoric tuna. Prehistoric tuna is made their entrance. So, Oops, all right, okay. we could definitely uh, we could definitely do uh, the stream now, thanks to prehistoric tuna's presence. So, welcome prehistoric tuna. Yep, glad to have prehistoric tuna back. Uh, other way, uh, jabba jabba do. Uh, let's uh, get on with the first question. All right. Now, the first question we will be reading from the Platinum Q&A. So people who uh, have a Platinum subscription to our Patreon. And the first question comes from... We're doing two for Platinum, right? Two for Platinum. Why is the ENTP the most introverted extrovert when the ENTJ has two behind-the-scenes sites as a type? We actually answered that question last time. We did. So let's move on to the next Let me delete that really quickly. Thank you. Regarding... Regarding virtue and vice, I thought it was familiar. Regarding virtue and vice, how how close would two types who share all the letters but the JP dichotomy be? Um, are the two types uh, Sagan? So, so it's saying how would two types who share all letters but the JP dichotomy be? So what it's saying is um, INTJ, INTP. How close are their virtue and vice? And realistically, I can sort of answer that in the sense that. Yeah, go ahead and answer Sometimes, that one for sure. When it comes to... So, obviously, if it's an INTJ and an INTP, for example, the shadow of the INTJ is an ENTP, which is kind of similar to an INTP. Right. And within that, the fear of an INTP... 
I don't know. This is something I've noticed, but I think it's that the fear of an INTJ is the virtues and vices of the ENTP or their shadow. So we can actually see this correlation between the two. So that the, the thing that they're worried about is the virtue and vices of their shadow type or perhaps even, you know, not necessarily the shadow, but the introverted version of their shadow. So and the INTP or the INTJ. What would you say to that, Chase? Uh, well, the thing is, is that from a virtue and vice standpoint, you have to understand the virtue and vices are each attached to each of the different types, right? So if you have... Mm -hmm. the four sides of the mind uh there's a virtue and vice attached to each of those four sides and those are actually indicative right. within uh, within the within the types themselves so intp right. or, and intj would be completely different from that standpoint however if you look at it in terms of ntjs versus intps right you know okay that's a little bit different right because if, if you look at NTJs versus NTPs, because NTJs can still say, share some of the same virtue and vices in primary and secondary. So also can ETJs or ITPs, you see what I'm saying? So there's still a lot of different dimensions that virtues and vices can attach. Look at it this way, folks. Everyone has every virtue. Everyone has every vice. The difference mm -hmm. is, is what is the priority of them, right? So mm -hmm. when we talk about primary right. versus secondary, the most primary virtues and the most primary vices are attached specifically to the types. And that's what we talk about in season seven. So that's how I'd answer that question. What's, what's next? And, it's, and oh, let me just finish on that. Sure. A little bit of a caveat. And it's not only priorities, because sometimes they're naturally better at certain virtues and vices, which they don't necessarily need to prioritize because they're already good at them. Yep. But let's move forward anyway. Yep. Um, do you have any tips for typing people who rely on... Sorry, who rely on or consistently use drugs. For example, my buddy who is always taking caffeine, smoking, and on antidepressants. Get off get off mind-altering substances immediately. I am so tired, especially of INFJs. And they're like, but I need <laughs> I need this man in order to stay productive, you know. I you know, or or and then and then they're not. Like you actually statistically write it down about how like they need it in order to stay mellow or whatever to like actually be productive or to focus. Or I don't know how many times, you know, for example, Jab, a particular ESTP in our life, you know, the one I'm talking about. Right, right. Yeah, right, right. yeah. Actually, in fact, in fact, two ESTPs from the same place, you know what I'm saying? Two of them, all this issue, except one of them has a, an extreme fascination with caffeine pills for some reason. And uh, yeah, I don't appreciate that at all. So yeah, you know who you are, buddy, and I'm calling you out. Like, seriously, don't Wait. do that. Right. Does yeah. this person know they're an ESTP? Yes, they do know they're an ESTP. Oh, I thought you were talking about host Eric. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Jab. Nice. <laughs> no, I was talking about a certain other Discord server that we're part of. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Oh, okay. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, it applies to both ESTPs on that server, technically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, STP NFJs, with your incessant need for mind-altering substances more than any other type. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I think this I think this person wasn't saying that they necessarily use them, but he's saying, is there a way to type people who are taking mind-altering substances? Substances. Yeah. <sighs> well, realistically, I think you know we've briefly discussed in the past on like uh, the effect of stimulants and the effect of depressants and whatnot and how stimulants push you into your subconscious and depressants push you into your shadow 
So realistically, if you can gauge what they're on, and perhaps when they're taking less, and when they're taking more, because if you know someone's off their tits on um, a stimulant, there's a good chance that they'll be in their subconscious. So Indeed. you can just, you can just like absolutely backtrack and be like, okay, this person has literally drunk six coffees in the past two minutes. Therefore, there's a good chance they're in their subconscious right now. So I'm going to type them right now. And on the assumption that they're in their subconscious, the type you get, you go, oh, that's their subconscious. Therefore, they are a. Well, it's either that or just take a bong hit. In front of the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next, Jab? A dirty rag. All right, next question from uh, Aiden Wojcicki, I believe. Aiden W. Um, are any types more likely to have an easier time altering a flow state? Sorry, entering a flow state? Question mark. Because this is totally biased. My NJ friends and myself seem to be almost in, in an almost constant state of flow. Creativity, setting, and achieving goals, finding opportunities. It depends how you define flow. Um, okay. But, what this uh, sounds like is he's got a bunch of finisher friends who may either have some degree of maturity at starting or they have projects started for them. And then because it's an already started project and them being finishers, they're just like skating right yeah, through. But that flow like, goes away when those projects are missing or are not started, mm -hmm. right? And they, and they have to put a lot of energy into actually getting it up off the ground. And there's a lack of flow there. Right, right. I mean, if you could give us some more context to that, that sounds like what, what it is. Maybe there's some maturity or maybe within your group of NJs, there might be some NPs. Sorry. Or even, sorry, and, and yeah, an NP, an NFP or, sorry, an ENP. They're the starters of the intuitives. So maybe you've got some EMPs in your group that you're not aware of who are constantly initiating the starting of projects, which is actually helping push those projects through to completion because your NJ friends take them over and then finished. Amazing finished. job. Uh, let's see. He's, he, Aiden, Mr. Aiden is writing something right now. So let's see what he says. Get some more context. Aiden is the man. Yeah, he's yeah. one of our best patrons. Well, what not only that, like he, it, it, his his contributions on the conference is pretty fun too, to be honest. Which I still have to mm -hmm. upload. I forgot about that. Sorry, guys. Not I'll just INJs, ENJs. Right, but do you have any like ENP friends in the mix that will? Uh, Jerry Dwell, Bruce Lee's type. I maintain he's actually an ENTP or an ISFJ. I have yet to verify that, but it's between those two. So, all right. Uh, um, so next question. Yeah, I mean, I think that's answered for the most part. Yeah, it pretty much is. I mean, like ENPs or even NPs can get into a flow state as well, but it, it's it's a little bit different. It's more of like going with the flow and just being in that consistent state at all times instead of like actually being able to get into that trance like you know i'm going to get something done approach so it's See, a little bit different yeah i think the dynamic of this scenario is the njs are you know being finishes so they're driven to end something and then at the same time the i believe the enps would be sorry the enjs so like the entj they're a bit more results orientated so they're all about results even though they're not finishes is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, because that's why, you know, ENTJs make the best, you know, people who run businesses. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, what's the next question? 
Next question is from him again, but we're allowing two for the Patreons. Uh, could being tired or depressed or pumped up without drugs cause them to enter the shadow of their subconscious? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and it's and it's and it's usually the um, it's usually the unconscious, absolutely, because the mind is trying mm -hmm. to get you to go to sleep, so it's trying to take you deep in right. your mind. Right. Yep. Well, I think those are all answered. Um, we can go to the regular patrons. Oh, thank you all for your contributions, uh, especially the Platinums. We love you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Sell out, coin slot. Haha. <laughs> all right. Let's see what we got here. Have you read the completion process, and do you have an opinion on it? I have not. What I have about not. you, Chase? And no. No opinion on it. If cognitive functions and sizes of the mind are optimistic, pessimistic, isn't it true that there's no such thing as an optimistic or pessimistic person, and they're just using functions that are optimistic or pessimistic or stuck in a certain side of their mind? Sort of. Yes. People can overdevelop certain functions. The answer to that the answer to that question is yes, absolutely. There's no such thing. Right. But what I, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is, from a neutral point of view, people couldn't overdevelop uh, positive functions and appear positive. Or, or they're immature or mature. So yes, again, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a really good question. Wow, I'm feeling super movement right now. Yeah, like just keep crushing. It up. Is there a function that affects your ability to fall asleep? If so, what can one do to fall asleep quicker? SI demon. It's your S functions. It's SE and SI. Uh, SE users need to be around people who are not afraid or insecure or uncomfortable so that they can be comfortable themselves. And SI users just need to seek to make themselves comfortable or get assistance from their SE users to be comfortable themselves. And that is how they can go and be asleep. But it's mostly focused on right. S functions. Right. Like, I, I mean, I can give some feedback on this. It's a common trend for people with like SI Demon or SI Trickster to be up at obscure hours of the night. So there's plenty of people who have seen me up at 3 a.m. in the morning my time. And the reason is because SI Demon doesn't really remember the hardships that I've gone through by being sleep deprived. So, you know, I've been sleep deprived many times in my life and I can objectively say it sucked. But I don't think about that before going to bed, thinking, oh, I should go to bed on time because it really sucked what I physically had to go through. Which means I can constantly be sleep deprived and lose, you know, lots of sleep. And I believe that's a common issue with uh, SI demons and SI tricksters. Indeed. What's next? So next question is, so I've noticed that TEFI users tend to value respect and demand respect a lot. Is that accurate, or does it not matter what function you have? It, 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 all everyone demands respect. Doesn't matter what your function okay. is. Okay. I and, think what you're noticing and is usually, TEFI users. It's usually has something to do with listening to people. So TI mm -hmm. users need to be listened to. TE users need to be able to have the opportunity to provide input, and the TI users need to be right. able to respond. And if that interaction is not taking place, then there is no respect that is able to take place. All right, what I will say, though, is what what I think you're seeing here is TEFI users are usually about status and credentials. So you are probably seeing their demand for status and credentials and their desire to get credentials for their positions as a way of them overvaluing respect compared to other types, but that's not necessarily true. That's just the way in which they go out to get respect because they value those things as something to be respectful. Right. 
All right, I was, um, we see that uh, Colin Zylan Harris gave us a super chat. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, and we definitely do have an answer for you. So thank you for your patience. What's the next question, Mr. Jeb? Let's uh, kind of blow through uh, yeah, these we, a little bit more. We just need to get through the patience. What would be the best career choices for INTJs? Doctor, engineer. Not a doctor, but they would actually be really Not good a at being a doctor. I wouldn't. No, I mean, doctors are better off with STJs being doctors, even though I completely dislike the idea of an STJ doctor. But technically, statistically, the education system is built for STJs to take advantage of being a lawyer or a doctor or a nurse or anything like that. And it benefits them the most. Uh, engineering would be yeah. ideal for INTJs. Um, anything that has uh, to do with uh, development, innovation, creating processes, new business, um, algorithms uh, to the point, anything with really heavy expert thinking, uh, database administration, database production, uh, anything that has to do with law, uh, like data sets over long periods of time. You can right. do shorter periods of time, that's fine, but that's a little bit more logical than it is uh, 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 rational uh, because you just want to be very broad and very general, etc. So, and that's where that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, my argument for doctor is the fact that every time I've seen a doctor, I've thought, wow, I would be a way better doctor than them. But <laughs> perhaps that's not fair, considering, you know, I have a fair few INTPs or INFJ doctors. So let's go to the next question. Um, does How does in-temperament pairing, i.e. NTNT, affect the quality of a long-distance relationship? uh nt nt relationships over long distance do not work i don't recommend it at all ntj plus ntp mm -hmm. relationships long distance no do not no. recommend nope don't do it especially because you have love languages like quality time and physical touch that are usually at the top for most mm -hmm. of those kinds of relationships good luck because the ntp mm -hmm. for example will feel neglected over time and it will lead to Absolutely. the uh, relationship falling apart. Good luck. No, thank well, you. Don't even waste your time. One of the core needs of an NTP is the desire to be wanted. Yeah, and to that's be why wanted. They need a strong NI user. They need a strong and NI user. I, and there's only so much um, someone can want them through a long distance relationship. Now, of course, I wouldn't say it's impossible. Um, but if you're not making an effort to try and go see them as soon as possible, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Like you sh if, if you're uh, in an NTP, NTG relationship, you should be trying your hardest to no longer make it a long distance Good luck. relationship. Good luck convincing, convincing the NTJ to be comfortable enough for the NTP to come to them quickly as well. Good luck. It's just not going to happen. Right. So th again, there's no point in trying, like don't even bother. <laughs> I mean, it, like, right. it, 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 even if you were going to do, like, NTP, NFJ relationships, don't even, like, honestly, I don't recommend it either. I really don't. There are times in my life when I've been open to at least trying, but it's just not a good idea. And honestly, I'm, no. I Because, uh, like, an NTP's needs over long distance will not be met. Sorry. I mean, the NTJ or the NFJ, the NJ could potentially meet that on their end. But or or their needs can be met from the ENTP, but it's not the other way around. It's not going to work. It's just not. Mm -hmm. So just don't do it. Like stop. I would say if you, I would say if you currently are in this scenario, if you aren't doing everything in your power to make this no longer a long distance relationship, the relationship's going to fail because yeah. the ENTP wants to be wanted, and they see you not doing everything in your power to try and make you two become closer as a sign of you not wanting them. 
So it's a self. Yeah. So again, NT-NT relationships do work if it's NTJs plus NTPs. They do not work long distance. Not unless they already have a prehistory of an established relationship over time where they weren't long Mm -hmm. distance, then their relationship can suffer a hit of long distance for a limited amount of time. Otherwise, no. Mm -hmm. Don't like uh, uh, let, you know, um, let not man separate what God has joined. You know, that that kind of approach. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, seriously, don't do that. Um, next question. What are the top two love language for each of the intuitive types? Well, that sounds like a long answer. We don't know. Uh, we actually had this discussion in our uh, Ruby and Platinum uh, conference this last Saturday. Uh, and it is actually one of our main discussion com- uh, topics that we're having in the two-hour conference that we do once a month. Uh, we also have Mr. Maddie Bojangles from the audience who's actually specifically putting some work into this for us, which I really appreciate uh, uh, him for doing. And uh, yes, this is an ongoing discussion to the point where you've actually potentially identified some additional love languages that are not even included in the five love languages and also how there's introverted versus extroverted love languages. This is something that we are uh, looking at and uh, we'll get back to the audience when we have a definitive answer. But for now, it's within the confines of the think tank and uh, that's where it will remain. And I'm I'm afraid that's where we'll have to uh, uh, keep that uh, question answered for now. What's next? Right. Next question is, how did Jung come up with the cognitive senses? It's like he pulled directly from the co- the collective unconscious. Uh, he had a lot of research. He also did some experimentation. Uh, and he just started comparing people. And just basically, it was just many, many, many hours of people watching. And uh, he just wrote down some of his conclusions. And then he realized that there was a pattern over time with his expert intuition parent. It's literally like that. And then he started doing research beyond that to corroborate if not prove his uh, theories for example he looked at shared symbology between cultures like for example the maya and the egyptians who supposedly built pyramids around the same time as each other yet the two cultures had no contact with each other uh and just kind of how that works basically so uh those shared symbology among cultures that never had contact with each other whatsoever just shows that the collective unconscious has some innate a psychic connection to all the minds on the earth. Uh, and uh, he was able to utilize that as his first uh, point of origin in determining cognitive senses, also known as expert intuition. And then he was able to logically, using logic, because he found the first starting point to create the rest, which is funny because expert intuition is also the cognitive function attached to water. It is also the cognitive function attached to chaos. Chaos always comes before order. Order is brought to chaos as much as uh, water always precedes everything else. In the same way, in Genesis chapter 1, it says, and God's spirit was hovering over the waters of the formless world. You see what I'm saying? The chaos, right? The chaos in the water, right? The water, the chaos, expert intuition. And that was his starting point, the collective unconscious. And then he was able to use logic to determine the rest of the cognitive senses as a result of his observations of people and additional research that he put into each individual of the eight cognitive senses for him to create his theory. And that is the process that he followed. So what's next? Um, next question is... Oh, and Young is an INTP. Is? Young is an INTP. Next. We typed him in one of the videos. We, we did type him in one of the videos. videos. Yeah. Old interviews of him. So you can go check it out for yourself. It should be in one of the videos. 
Um, next question is, what are the best books for INFP males? No more uh, Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy, Eat to Live by Joel Furman. Uh, also, um, every single thing that uh, Robert Greene ever wrote. Um, right. I'll okay, rest... <laughs> I also recommend they read a book called The Mystery Method. Um, it's a pickup artist book, but it teaches the process known as anchoring, which is very important for INFPs to learn in general. It has nothing to do with them being a pickup artist. It has everything to do with how they can utilize psychometry to attach memories to physical objects so that they can have better relationships with SE users. It's very, very mm -hmm. important uh, that they learn how to do mm -hmm. that. Um, would you recommend any book specifically for an INFP male, though? Like, if you're like, an INFP male absolutely has to read this book that all the other types don't need to read. Nowhere, Mr. Nice Guy, hands down. Hands down. Fair enough. Um, next question. So, lately I've been typing along with you on the streams, and it feels like I'm getting almost every single one wrong. It's like you hear T-I-F-E, I hear T-E-F-I. You hear direct, I hear informative. I've watched every single one of your videos some multiple times, so I'm left confused. What is exactly the learning curve on this material and how subjective do you think it truly is? All right. I'm going to give you a little crash lesson on direct versus informative. Okay. So informative is when somebody conveys information without saying it. So, for example... Informative would be, so an informative threat would be someone saying to someone, it would be a shame if you died tomorrow by a gunshot bullet to the head. That would be an absolute shame. You know, that would be an informative threat. A direct threat would be, I'm going to shoot you in the face. True that. So, <laughs> so with informative types, what you can often see is um, they will say things which don't explicitly spell out their intentions. So an informative person would say something along the lines of, I don't know. Oh, wow, Chase, you have a very interesting hairstyle today. Thank you. Chase Chase, Chase could have like an, a pink mohawk or something that looks absolutely ridiculous. And within the context of that, the informative person is saying that he has a shit hairstyle. Yeah, today I just have a carpet. That's what I got. I got a carpet <laughs> flap right Sorry, I, I, I wasn't referring <laughs> to your hairstyle. I actually haven't really looked at you on the stream. That's, However, that's, that's if Chase probably, had like a... That's probably ideal, to be honest, that you, that you haven't. Because, uh, yeah, <laughs> I kind of look like a, a homeless mountain man that is in need of a, you know. <laughs> Whereas a direct person would say, wow, your hair is really shit today. Thank you. Um, so, so that's the difference between direct and informative. Um, with T-I-F-E and T-E-F-I, I think... I think you should probably watch the videos on the cognitive functions where each of them are explained. I think they're one of your earlier videos. So watch the T-E one, the T-I one, the F-E, the F-I. Uh, All right. I mean, T-I is logic, T-E So is... I'm, I'm going to answer the rest of the question. Right. So most people are defining the cognitive functions in one way. And usually you just have to think that the way that C.S. Joseph does it is the complete opposite. They have the functions backwards. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Right. The functions that they would explain as introverted intuition is actually expert intuition. And it's backwards. And right. it's causing, and it's inaccurate. And we're the only people out there who are accurate. Sorry, but that's a fact. So, um, you know, test us on this. Like, seriously, go out there, assume that we're correct, and test it out in the field, and then get back to us. So, next question, mm -hmm. good sir. 
Next question. Um, I think that's it for people who haven't already asked a question. Oh, sorry. This guy's actually a follow-up regarding the sleep question. So let's probably just get this one out of the way for now. Okay. Shooting back to the sleep question, would SI child have trouble falling asleep? How can I use my SI child to sleep better? Mm, no, it really wouldn't have well, trouble to fall asleep as long as it's comfortable. Well, as long as it's circadian I would rhythm, say, it's not crap. I would say children need to be disciplined. So you need to discipline yourself to go to bed at a certain time every night. And, and or hopefully your parents you disciplined you and made you go to bed on a certain bedtime so that it was with you for the rest of your... Uh... Right. <clears throat> to develop like a routine. <clears throat> I mean, you can't go wrong with developing a routine. I think that'd be very helpful for you because... Routine is a big component of maturity. Um, let's go on to the uh, questions from the super chat. I'm sorry we're getting to you so late. I believe the first question was the tattoo question. Which types are more likely to get a tattoo, Chase? I'm actually not uh, sure about Types this one. that are uh, most likely to get a a tattoos are NJs and SPs. But if you want to mm -hmm. drill down further, uh, there are a few NFPs out there, INFPs and ENFPs who do, uh, when they are subconscious focused, we've noticed this, um, NTPs don't typically get tattoos ever. It's very rare that mm -hmm. NTPs mm -hmm. do. And in fact, it often makes their NTJs uncomfortable when NTPs do. NTJs don't yeah. usually get tattoos, but they can. Um, especially ENTJ men, they do. Gender has it plays a little mm -hmm. bit of a role in it as well, we've noticed. However, mm -hmm. predominantly uh, SE heroes and SE child seems to be the most common people who have tattoos. The most common. Mm -hmm. uh, with wow. second most common being SE parents, or after that, basically. So yeah, uh, that's... Uh, that's uh, where it goes for um, on that. What's the next question? I guess, that would, I guess that would make sense from a cognitive function standpoint because it's like SE wants to overwhelm someone with an experience, so they dress up their body even on their skin, so to speak. So, yeah, okay, the next question is from Sarah Robin. Ooh, she donated twice. Um, do you think SE users can see cognitive functions in action? because of how SE is in the moment and understanding what people are doing around them. Through, um, technically, SE or SI users can, but through visual typing, absolutely, SE users can. Wow. So SE users are better at visually typing by seeing and experiencing the signs That's of which correct. people would give out. I don't. I don't talk time. about. I don't talk about visual typing much. Uh, we'll probably bring my uh, my mentor on the stream, my ESTP mentor, who will uh, talk about visual typing because uh, he's probably the one person that I know that has the most experience and the most expertise in visual typing than anyone I've ever met. He's extremely mm -hmm. good. I, I I can't believe how good he is at it. He just looks at someone wow. and instantly knows. It's, it's so weird. And then I go through mm -hmm. the type grid process with that same person and, and interacting them. And sure enough, he's right. And it's like, wow, I wish I had that ability. But then again, he's got SE Hero too. So, Right. Well, I mean, I've actually touched on visual typing a little bit. And usually it's not more than a hint because I've noticed that sometimes I'm like trying to type someone and I'm like, 
there's no way you're that type, and then it's like they are that type. Especially when it comes to my own type, I I cannot visually type INTJs because I'm projecting my own biases on them. Like, ooh, I wouldn't wear that, or ooh, I wouldn't wear my makeup that way, or ooh, I wouldn't wear that hat. And yes, I turn into a gay person when I'm visually typing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, let's go on to the next question. Shout out for Tom Day. Don't know who I that would is, like to but... uh, clarify for the audience my tattoo comments, my tattoo answer. Again, it's entirely subjective. There's just way too many factors in place there for me to really give an accurate statement. However, right. statistically speaking, and based on the anecdotal evidence that I have, it's mostly SE heroes and SE child, the optimistic SE that has the most tattoos per capita compared to everyone else based on right. what we know. So that's that's it. Outside of that, why would people put tattoos? It has someone, as, as someone pointed out in the audience, it's SE, SE users storing memories on their body or it's SI users using expert intuition to have symbols of meaning on their body. And that's basically the approach that they would take. So, right. Well, I think you're right in saying that it's just like, it's not a rule, but it's just like from a distribution probability standpoint, certain types are more likely. That doesn't mean that some I DJ uh, tattoo. I don't know how many times I've been in relationships with NJs where they've all told me that it was a deal breaker for them in a relationship if I had tattoos. So. <laughs> yep. well, I'll admit, I don't. I personally, as an INTJ, don't like tattoos. But if someone had a small tattoo, I'd be like, eh. But I don't think I could deal with a woman who had like a full body tattoo or something, like literally was inked from head to toe. I'd be like, ew, that's a bit too much. Yeah, that's not exactly an experience I'm willing to have either. So, <laughs> fair enough. Please continue. Um, so that's the super chat so far. All right. Um, we can, Discord questions. Discord questions. Um, let's see what we've got. I swear we need to reorganize the server. I gotta like bounce up and down between. <laughs> I gotta literally scroll halfway up the screen. Uh, questions for CS Joseph. Here we go. Why? Do we act completely differently at text, and how does it interfere in typing anyone by text or directly? Thanks. Uh, due to the social moratorium provided by text conversation, uh, if you need to learn more about that, watch the season 15 episodes, how social moratoriums impact the interaction styles. Boom. As an INTP, how can I cultivate a good relationship with my grand grandmother, who is an ISFJ? Um... Tell her what you want, make her feel chosen, give her a good experience, make her as comfortable as possible, uh, pretend to have mm -hmm. feelings around her and pretend that you value her and say that I value oh, you God. and Sounds I feel terrible. really good about pretend this. Pretend that you value. Yeah, just like pretend that you value things and then uh, also listen to her even if you think she's not wrong or not correct. Listen to her anyway. And in I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Pretend that you love your grandmother and you care and pretend. No, that you no, care no. About pretend it. that you feel about you feel good about it. Pretend you value what she has to say. <laughs> like pretend. Like that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. Uh, do you think it's possible that an ENFJ is informative? I'm a male INTP in a relationship with a female ENFJ, 
and it seems that almost everything <coughs> excuse me everything she says has some sort of underlying meaning or intention behind it i know you make it clear to differentiate primary versus secondary but is there anything about a female enfj that i could be mistaking for a primarily informative interaction style well, Ooh. you have to see what motivates her. What motivates her is value judgments, and you're not making any value judgments, and that's why it, you always think that there's strings attached to everything she's saying because she's speaking in terms of value judgments and not necessarily true-false judgments all the time. Mm. And when she speaks point. in true-false, when she actually does speak in true-false, what ends up happening is that uh, you disagree with her a sense of true-false anyway, and you don't even listen to her. And then that causes her demon to come out, which makes your relationship even worse. Not ideal. Don't do it. Ooh, we got another super chat. What is a healthy way for an INTJ to develop their demon function? Uh, in order to wow. develop your demon function, you have to develop your entire subconscious and your entire unconscious first. And once you have mm -hmm. fully developed them and reached maximum maturity or uh, efficacy with each of those sides of their mind, then and only then can you begin to develop your demon function appropriately. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to chime into onto that, and I'd say don't make the mistake of thinking that uh, through your SI demon that you have to like take it head on and like not forgive people who are worthy of a door slam because uh, that's going to take it from me. That's going to fuck you up if you don't door slam people who need to be door slammed. Yep. Chase can confirm. Thanks. <clears throat> oh, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about uh, things I've spoken to you about and people who I should have door slammed who you're like, told you so. Uh, how can TE Inferior be so prolific? What is the role of FI hero? Say again. All right. How can Sorry. TE inferior be so prolific at gathering reference points and synthesizing info? Is that the mm -hmm. question? Prolific. And he gives the example of Robert Greene. Uh, because they're aspiring. Their, their TE inferior becomes TE aspirational, and they are aspiring in the moment, or not in the moment, with their research, and they're aspiring to have to collect the highest amount of reference points, the highest amount of research, which makes them super powerful academics. This is why I maintain INFPs could technically be the most intelligent of all the types out of everybody, right. even beyond TI hero. I mean, you can see the aspirational right here with me. Like, I'm an INTJ with SE inferior, yet here I am, like, acting like a clown, telling jokes, like, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Uh, like, telling us all about Alex Jones and uh, and certain people that like to um, uh, spear Alex things Jones. And, and sniff petrol. So, uh, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. Many frogs gave, whatever. That's what we I'm do Alex here. Jones. I've read the documents. He's read the documents, folks. He's read the documents. Mm hmm. I've read the documents from Chase himself that I wrote for him. And I can tell you that the US government has a secret order of assassins which go out every night in ninja outfits and ninja pour ashes each to turn the frogs gay. Yeah. I've read the documents. You've read the documents. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, I, I, I'm just waiting to watch this clip on the Alex Jones show. Listen here, folks. The CIA is sending out secret information through the CS Joseph channel. <laughs> right now, we're hearing about wait, ninjas who are foreign atrazine. Glenn Beck literally said that about Goon Swarm. 
when uh, Sean Smith died. <laughs> what? I'm not even kidding. Glenn Beck what literally he said that. He said that Goon Swarm in EVE Online was a CIA front. Literally said that. <laughs> yeah. Turn the frogs gay in their ninja outfits. <laughs> all right, next question. Uh, all right, what's the next question? Uh, what are good SE martial arts? So martial arts for SE users. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. BJJ. You know, the first time someone to- told me uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu by BJJ, I thought, like, they wrote BJ wrong and accidentally put a, sec- uh, th- a second J. Maybe it's like, two what? jobs for the price of one. Yeah, exactly. Blow All job right. jobs. Yep, yep. Next. <clears throat> All right. Funny how ENTJs have a fear of being abandoned and INTPs have a fear of rejection, which stems from their fear of failure. It makes sense how they have the highest compatibility. Interesting. INTPs are insanely loyal to a fault to where even if a person treats an INTP like shit, they still don't abandon them. I.e. your INTP friend who was married to an ESFJ Chinese lady story and also from personal experience, it makes a lot of sense. Can you explain how ENTJs quell the fear of rejection in INTPs? And even if an INTP knows a person's intention... One still has the fear of rejection. I'm guessing it's SE child and SI child fills and ENTJ. F- sorry, this is grammatically incorrect. So I think what he's trying to say is SE child is just like. Sorry, SE child is just like SI child and fulfills ENTJs and helps them overcome their fear of abandonment. Can you explain and give an example of how ENTJs are equipped for INTP's fear of rejection? I mean, I could give. I, I think I could answer this question. Go for it. So, uh, tell me, Chase. So, with ENTJs, they're constantly at the gym. They're constantly working on themselves. They're constantly, you know... I mean, I think statistically, they're the highest earners. They are basically the type of people which everyone aspires to. So, they have a lot of flexibility in who they can date. And on that note, INTPs... From a physical perspective, I mean, I personally find them to be quite cute, but <clears throat> I don't think that an ENTJ is worried. So an, ENT- so an ENTJ who hits the gym multiple times a week is at the top of his field earning a crap ton of money, is good looking, is going to be worried about rejection from an INTP who is absolutely brilliant. However, on the surface... You know, it's like a girl in a Star Wars shirt who isn't necessarily wearing any makeup. Now, that's not to say that the INTP girl isn't brilliant. But I think her physical experience, her physical appearance might give the ENTJ so much confidence that he might think from a book cover point of view, you know, there's no reason as to why he could get rejected. Uh, I was gonna... I think I just made a dick of myself, though. Alright, well, here's the thing, though, like... So, fear of rejection on the INTP part. The thing about NTJs is is that even if the NTP makes mistakes, you know, they have the choice. Are they gonna let go of the NTP, or are they gonna hold on? Right? That's the difference. Because when the NTP ultimately screws up, because everyone screws up, including the NTJs, NTJs do it by jumping to conclusions for the wrong things. NTPs do it just by, you know, just 
just uh, because they get too stuck in their habits or their comfort zone or they stagnate and whatever. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, there's all these different approaches uh, to, you know, failure in friendships, relationships, whatever. But at the end of the day, is the NTJ going to, like when the NTP makes a mistake and they're like guilty about it, is the NTJ going to let go of them? Or is the NTJ going to stick it out? Like, do they actually want right. to stay? Even though, <laughs> even though the NTP knows that, well, I mean, if they don't want to stay, I'd understand. It's the same, it's the same thing, right? Or it's also why NTJs do loyalty checks, you know, so, which is not, uh, which is not highly recommended either, unless they absolutely have to do that. The thing is what they perceive mm -hmm. is whether or not they absolutely have to do that is not necessarily true. Just because they perceive it that way, just because they feel that way, doesn't make it true either. So they have to verify. So, but when they're alone, they don't have anyone with which to verify. So they have to be willing to pick their battles. So it goes, it basically goes on both sides. Rejection is available for right. everybody, regardless of INTP or not. So that's how to answer mm -hmm. that. Well, I mean, if I can give some personal perspective as an INTJ, like, the way I get over rejection is kind of like the attitude of, well, if you're too stupid enough to want to be with me, then uh, you're too stupid for me to want to be in a relationship with you. I don't know if that would also apply to ETJs with TE Hero. It would. But that could be one way. <laughs> and someone just wrote, wow. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I'm in trouble with the audience. All right, next question. Ah, next question. Let's uh, pretend that never happened. <laughs> um, what are the best ways to overcome nonsensical results when grid typing? Like the other day, I was typing someone who was responding, super affiliative, super abstract, but answered a very informative style. That gives INFP placement on the grids, but their functions are NIFP. Uh, well, did you consider cognitive transitions while you were doing that? Mm-hmm. Were you making that person Absolutely. uncomfortable uh, or getting them outside of the comfort zone? Like you have to take responsibility that when you're trying to observe somebody that maybe you shouldn't necessarily do it one-on-one -on -one, face to face if that's the case, or there may be in an extroverted situation when they prefer to be an introverted situation. Wow. The audience just complimented me on my arrogance. Come on. I love Jeb's arrogance. That's a good paradigm, Jeb. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Well, that's how I've, I mean, that's how I, that's how I've gotten through job Hashtag so next question. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. I need to tell a story to the audience. Story time with Jab. Story time with Jab. So I applied for a job with a certain company and I got to top two. So this was an engineering job. And they, and, uh, they informed me that they weren't choosing me like literally three days before the job was supposed to start, even though I applied for the job two months earlier. <clears throat> and when they rejected me, I replied to them with an email that said, hi, I'm sorry to hear the team didn't choose me. Full stop. New line. It's okay. Everyone makes, makes mistakes. Regards, Java. And... <laughs> uh... That's how I handle rejection. All right, all right. I'm going to ask the audience Next a question. question. 
I gotta ask the audience. <laughs> okay, so in the YouTube chat or in the live stream discussion, if you'd like to see Jab's face as a regular appearance on uh, the live stream from now on, please put an X in the chat. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to do it. Next question. <laughs> uh, at least the chat's having a good laugh. Um, what type is the most odd man out? So, which type is the the odd man out in using interaction styles? ESTP is a structure type, and ISFPs are the only background types that they see. Wouldn't you say this makes them harder to use the interaction styles to type them? Uh, no, not at all. The interaction styles reign supreme anyway, even if they're the odd man out. The chat is spammed with X's right now. What have you done, Chase? <laughs> yep. Um. Next question. Which would be the best strategy for me to study as an INFJ? Since we have SE, I thought I should use something like flashcards for the visual aspect. But I don't know if it would be good. I tried brainstorming once, but I don't remember if I the liked only it. Way, the only way is, is to write everything down over and over and over and over for an NFJ. Write things down. That's it. Mm -hmm. Just constant note-taking and taking the same notes over and over and over again. Can I give some advice? I usually like using my TI Critic. So it's a lot harder to memorize certain facts or lines of information. However, if you use your TI, so if you're an INFJ, you have, is that TI child? It's, yes, it's TI child. So you can use your TI child to rationally, logically go through the logical process of a thing you need to memorize. So for example, I wouldn't just, so when I did uh, my chemical engineering degree, so for example, with the thermodynamic cycle, I wouldn't remember, you know, you know, this stage means this and therefore these things happen. I would think of the logical process. I'd think of like a car piston and I'd be like, okay, it would go through this. It'd go through this compression. It'll go through expansion and it would go through this, this, this. And I would just break down the logical process. And the thing is, within the logical process... You know, there's a saying, you'll remember the first... So if you study, you'll remember the first 10, 15 minutes and the last 10 minutes or something. If you practice uh, deducing that logical process within that saying of the first 15 minutes and the last 10 minutes, you'll know the beginning and the end, and you just got to extrapolate in the middle with your logical process. And I find that's the easiest way to memorize something as an SE user. What do you think, Chase? I, I mean, truth be told, I didn't hear the last sentence because my mind started <laughs> warranting, wandering. <laughs> oh no, I made him bored. Help <laughs> you guys. Not enough, uh, not enough bongs and dirty rags. I know, right? I'm pretty exhausted. It is what it is. That's all good. I'm pretty sure what I said was correct anyway. <laughs> okay. It's just... Fair enough. <laughs> I, 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 ba I basically just said that I I use my TI to remember things because if I, it's a lot easier to remember a logical process which 
has lots of moving parts which all fit together firmly as opposed to memorizing the parts oh yeah 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 that is, that is correct because memorization on the part of an nj is not going to do anything right it's just yeah it's just a waste of time don't even bother you need to have totems okay to remember mm -hmm. and like notes is a totem right and the thing is like the start and the finish can be a totem and then you can like build the path in between based on your logical process i mean i know for a fact that i was actually i remember this in high school this is actually going to sound incredibly arrogant but i was redesigning the wheel when i forgot to learn something so i was like going isaac newton on my test and like figuring it out from first principles it's like uh i don't remember this hold on let me uh use my brain to hypothesize as to what it should be can demon <sighs> functions show up in bdsm marky mark wants to know and the answer to that question is yes yes they can best example <laughs> of that is portrayed by uh christian gray in the recent 50 shades of gray films uh where he utilizes essie damon uh to beat his woman before performing sexual acts upon her it is rated R, so I recommend you being the appropriate age before watching the movie to find out more. Yeah. <laughs> this is not an endorsement of that film. In fact, I think the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise is pretty silly. Like, Yeah, but it is an excellent portrayal of an ENTP-INFJ relationship. And that's the only value out of that movie, other than also showing how tormented ENTPs can act over time. Right. Well, to me, it just looks like some sort of softcore porn so that you know i'm sure we could some... definitely debate that with el james sometimes but i also think that's not exactly relevant to this discussion next question <laughs> yeah that's a good point yeah here's chase keeping me on track instead of me keeping him on track um please help the istjs escape the lazy right you told us about it in the videos but not what to do about it thanks have self-discipline, develop your self-discipline to get you out of your comfort zone, force yourself to have new experiences you've never had before, go strand yourself in a country where you don't speak, the, speak a, the, their language for six months and then see what happens. Develop a routine. Um, all right, next question. Knowing the different languages can put someone in a different side of their mind. Is it possible to use a phrase or sentence that has a certain interaction style and temperament content-wise to help oneself switch into a different side of their mind? Technically, yes. Uh, technically, because there's only some things that I would say in certain sides of my mind, for sure. But wouldn't that just... But if you're memorizing something and then saying it to try and transition yourself, wouldn't that just be like an SI memory thing? Like, Yeah, but it's, on, it's not like a button phrase. like that. Oh, you, oh, have oh. To, you have to do it. You have to do it with the spirit of it or in the intention in mind. It's not, it's not that easy to just like switch right. it on and switch it off like yeah. that. It's not how it works. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can read a speech by... Uh, ESFJ, but I'm never going to be an ESFJ. I'm not exactly. going to switch to an ESFJ side of my mind because I don't have one. Exactly. Jab, uh, let's go back to the uh, silver and platinum questions again. If any, uh, in, yeah. Sure. Uh, let me just uh, quickly, let me just uh, pin this one so I know where I'm up to. All right. Let's see if we've got any silver. I think we have another one from platinum. Yeah, if you have time near the end, my earlier question wasn't quite worded. It's more so the ease of getting through life, such as getting away with stuff, tons of opportunities coming our way, and our abilities to take them, our ability to conquer almost any challenge which comes our way. Sort of like what Chase said about the law of attraction and how high and I... 
the people consist of two NTJs and the INFJ and two a and two ENFJ mentors. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Aiden. Yes, uh, for those that don't aware uh, are not aware of this, the the teaching of the law of attraction, um, <coughs> though occultic in nature, it actually has uh, some bearings in physics. It also has some bearings in Jungian analytical psychology, uh, where uh, introverted intuition. Uh, can actually utilize the law of attraction, which there's a, there's, a, there's a physics law attached to the law of attraction. I forget what it is. Um, but, uh, and I'm really tired to actually be able to recite it right now. Uh, but yeah, like you can utilize it uh, to that end if you're an introverted intuition hero. This is why sometimes it appears that introverted intuition hero can just make things happen and it's like an impossible set of circumstances and somehow they just like, it's as if they willed it into existence basically and that's kind of how that happens for NI hero. So awesome. Uh, let's go into the silver questions. Uh, I can't hear anything. Did Jab disappear? He muted himself. I'm oh, sorry, I was coughing before and I muted myself so that you wouldn't hear it. All right, sorry. Here we are in the uh, Patreon Q&A. My brother is an ENTP and he wants to know what is the best way to know when he is in the vice of insincerity? Best way. How can an ENTP notice if he's in his vice? How can an ENTP notice if he's in his vice? Sometimes they don't even know. Sometimes their vice is such mm -hmm. second nature because all they know is wearing masks their entire lives because no one can actually accept them for who they are, for sure. It really takes someone to just extract it out of them and prove to them that they're actually wrong. ENTPs especially struggle with uh, embellishment consistently uh, because uh, what can be true versus what is actually true in reality is actually the same thing. They're actually the same thing. Because anything is possible to the ENTP, but anything is possible is, is just as real to them as what reality is to them. Even a reality is not as real to them because of introverted sensing. So unless it's occurred in the past, that's how real it is. So when they, you know, so if they're talking in terms of possibilities, the possibilities are real to them, and because the possibilities are real to them, they will uh, they will state things in response as if those things actually already exist. Because to them, from their point of view, they do exist. But to the SE user, they do not exist because they're not in reality. But to the ENTP, they do exist. And then that's when the SE user can basically be like, "Well, you're lying to me." But the ENTP is like, "No, I'm not lying. I'm just aware of what's actually possible, and that's just real to me." The thing is, though, is that when you look at it, you know, in terms of objectivity, it technically is lying. And that's why ENTPs have such a bad rap when it comes to embellishment as a result, right? So based on that, what do you do? You just have to verify because sometimes they also have struggled with verifying. So then you just have to keep track of their inconsistencies, call them out when they're inconsistent. And then as a result of being inconsistent, they'll realize, oh, that actually happened in the past. That's even more real now because it's an SI situation because it happened in the past. Because it happened in the past, they'll realize, oh yeah, I was actually embellishing. And then you can call them out on it and then they'll change their behavior, right? This is, a, this is this, you know, again, the, the vice of insincerity, right? But that's how you keep them in their virtue of sincerity from an external component. They can, over time, develop self-discipline and develop habits to prevent themselves from reaching embellishment, uh, which is which is very typical um, or can happen. But how much damage has to be done up until they finally reach that point, right? 
And, and that's just kind of how it is. Oftentimes, though, because people just assume they're up to no good anyway to begin with, regardless of what they're embellishing or not, the ENTP's like, well, just screw it. I'll just wear a mask anyway. No one understands, so why bother? Why bother? Why bother? Why bother? Right? So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of, uh, it's a cash 22. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right? Right. So... Well, I mean, within that statement itself, I can hear a little bit of, uh, if I'm going to do the time, I might as well do the crime. That's right. If I'm going to do the time, I may as well do the crime. Exactly. So we're so used to doing the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, screw it. Why bother? Why bother having that moral path? It's not like morals have done me any good, done any Mm -hmm. ENTP good. Wow. All right. Let's go on to the next question. I believe our cognitive functions are indirectly a sign of a creator, not necessarily the creator. Chase didn't creator. answer my super chat. I'm a salty boy. Really? What did what Bartos add? Oh. Oh, people seem to mistype themselves as INTPs a lot. Why is this? And why are the telltale signs? What are the telltale signs of a mistype? Didn't we answer that? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. Telltale signs of a mistype is that they read their type profile and they're like, that's not me. <laughs> that would be uh, the first point. Um, right. Yeah, it just, it just depends on how they react. Um, also, uh, oh. people wanted, uh, stated, oh, hey, we need to have tips on how to develop self-discipline. Uh, basically, you just have to force yourself to do things you don't want to do. Force yourself to do things that you're not in the mood to do. Force yourself to do things you've never done before, basically. Uh, that's developing self-discipline. Developing uh, habits, breaking bad habits, developing new habits uh, is another direction. A good way to develop self-discipline quickly is through martial arts as an SI user. And because tangential, let's go back to that previous question that you were about to answer, Jab. By all means, please give your point. Um, on. Oh, I wasn't answering the question. I was the super the question. chat. Bartosa's super oh. chat. All right. <laughs> Apparently, I'm in another world today. I just bragged about, uh, I think, uh, bragging about how I uh, smacked down that job uh, thing has made me a little bit high. Um. So the so people seem to mistype themselves as INTPs a lot. What? Why is this, and what are the telltales? Well, uh, another reason for it is is because they're using they're typing themselves with the letter dichotomies instead of using the type grid. Right, and the thing is, on that last letter, the MBTI test is terrible because yeah. there is a huge, like Donald Trump style, huge. There's a huge, there's a huge difference <laughs> between. Nice how the J versus P manifests amongst the different types, especially when you go from sensor to uh, intuitive. Exactly. Like, open up the type grid, have a look at it, and then look at J versus P across all the types, and you will see how the cognitive functions differ. And And from a cognitive function point of view, you will be like, how the hell does this J versus P work? You will actually think that it's broken. Well, I mean, the, o- the only types you can really type off the letter dichotomy are maybe the I versus E and maybe N versus S. 
Yeah. Bag of box asks a really good question though. Half asleep chase is more alert than woke jab. <laughs> what? But I'm That's an ambivert, Maddie Bojangles says. Nice one, bro. Nice. Congratulations, you have some subconscious utilization. Awesome. Bartos always call us out if we miss a super chat. It's all good, man. We got you. Yeah, I mean, you spent five bucks. Like, at the very least, we can spend five seconds on your question. I know, right? <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't mean to be ungrateful. Wow. Thank you, champ, for your donation. Yeah, thank Has you. Has Jab been drinking? No, I am in my subconscious, not my, not my uh, unconscious. So maybe I've been... Uh, snorting something but nice all right um we're gonna be ending the stream a little bit early tonight so let's get into the final stretch is there any more silver questions to go through uh let's get through the silver questions on some youtube and then we'll yeah tie that's it what up we're there, gonna do i yeah. think we actually got through quite a few no more today. no more super chats tonight please um <laughs> that, that sounds like an incredibly stupid thing to say to i know right <laughs> All right, well, uh, if you want a super chat, I'll answer the question, and uh, Chase can be in the background, and Chase can forward me the money. That's true. <laughs> uh, where were we up to? I was looking at the Patreon questions, right? Oops. Sorry, guys. It's just really late for me. It's just really late. So. Yeah. My bad. Um, I believe our cognitive functions are indirectly a sign of a creator, not necessarily the creator, but a creator. That being actually going backwards with regards to what chase said about the type description i remembered what i was about to say with regards to the type descriptions uh we might have something like that coming out soon it is coming out soon stay yes. tuned stay tuned we've got lots of stuff in the works for y'all but yeah going back to this question i've interrupted it like three times now i believe our cognitive functions are indirectly the sign of a creator not necessarily the creator but our creator that being said why are cognitive functions all in an extroverted, introverted, extroverted, introverted, or introverted, extroverted, introverted, extroverted order? What makes us so sure there aren't people who are IIEE or EEII? Sorry for being a pain in the ass, but I find this type of question to be the most interesting. It's a good question. Uh, I maintain that because of cognitive functions being in a certain order uh, amongst the 16 types, and they're just always in that order, that is evidence of intelligence design instead of evolution, because macroevolution is based on chaos theory. Chaos, uh, chaos theory basically says that, hey, you know, macroevolution, not microevolution, I maintain microevolution is true. But macroevolution, I cannot maintain is true, because if that was true, then our psyches would be uh, chaotic. And they are just not. It's only through external factors outside of our control that uh, you know we have chaotic personalities. Uh, but those are only in, in very very rare instances, and it's usually due to mental illness or or brain damage of some kind or uh, like a congenital uh, type of uh, or you know being born with issues and whatnot. So as a result, logically speaking, because, you know, chaos theory would say that, you know, our brains or our minds or our psyches would be developing chaotically over time. Uh, they're just not. They're always in a specific order every single time. As a result of there being order in the presence of chaos in that regard, I cannot help but maintain that macroevolution is not true. So if it's not true, then logically speaking, that means intelligent design would actually have to be true. Whether or not you agree with me or not, that's your problem, not mine. Uh, so take that with many grains of salt. Uh, so outside of that, 
I, I do agree with this person's premise. However, in terms of like trying to find someone who might be like two extroverted functions or two introverted functions at the top of their stack, there's just no evidence for it. And not even, uh, and not even, and even Carl Jung went to great lengths to try to prove that was the case, uh, and he failed. He actually has it written in one of his books. I don't remember which book it was specifically. He also has like some lab work that he wrote that was also peer reviewed as well and published in a journal that, to my knowledge, that had that actually talked about that when it came to uh, uh, something about cognitive senses. I don't remember which one it was. I just remember like thumbing through it one day, uh, but uh, I don't remember. Um, uh, or that might have been his lab partner. I, I don't remember. Uh, that was years ago. Uh, so, so yeah, like, uh, they always follow this consistent system every single time. And uh, there isn't really nothing outside of it. I mean, you could say, well, sometimes the child function is really overdeveloped. And that's usually because the parent function is not developed enough, basically, because the child is running rampant, because there's no disciplinarian from the uh, mature parent to be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. So again, like, it follows a system. Right. So also, right. also the, uh, the turbulent versus assertive stuff. I'm actually going to be debunking that in a very future, uh, lecture, just so you guys know. So, uh, don't, uh, hold on to those turbulent and assertive labels for too long because uh, right. they'll well, be in the dumpster very soon. No, it'd actually be really interesting if we actually developed. Oh, let's not I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you about that privately. That's something I probably shouldn't say on stream. All right. Fair enough. With regard, we actually got a super chat for ten pounds. Ten pounds is a lot of money. We got to read it, Chase. All right. How can an INTP better deal with self doubt? An INTP can better deal with self doubt by realizing the fact that you know you've got TI hero and you're freaking brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's that's one way. Uh, again, <laughs> develop self discipline. Uh, no. Uh, here's how you deal with self doubt. Mostly as an INTP, help people. Literally go out of your way to help and assist other people. Like, so be supportive. That's all you have to do is help people. Because right. the more you help people as an INTP, the smarter you get. It's not about mm -hmm. like, oh, studying and then getting a job. That's all for yourself. But if you're actually actively helping other people and part of something and part of a group, part of a cause, or or actually actively helping people and you know your support, that they that without your support, they would probably go in and fail in that situation, you're going to become smarter and smarter and more and more capable and better. And then that and because of that, you realize that you won't have to be doubting yourself anymore because you can see the results of this person appreciating you for what you're doing for them. That's how you do it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if I were to say it, I would say, hey, I'm an INTJ here, and I've got TE parent, which is incredibly powerful and responsible, and it tells me that you have TI hero and that you're absolutely brilliant. And if you stick to logical processes... Jared Vaughn is also out. correct. A physical exercise definitely helps an INTP reduce self-doubt. Absolutely. Right, uh, right, so right. thank you for pointing that out. How can I develop my subconscious as an INTJ? Find yourself your own ETP who's starting his own YouTube channel and be his co-host. That's my advice to you, sir. Fantastic. Next question. <laughs> Best way to study for ESFP. I'm cheap, by the way. Sorry. Oh, he donated it anyway. Uh, What's the best way to study for an ESFP? Uh, read a lot of books, as many books as you possibly can. Uh, do not read fiction, read nonfiction, and try to keep it within the same subject uh, and read multiple authors for the same subject. Do not just pick one author per subject. You have to see multiple authors. Uh, now, how do you optimize that? 
pick the most well-known book, the most current and up-to-date book for a particular subject, and then you look at their bibliography and read every book in the bibliography. That's how you do it for TE Child. That's the best way to study for an ESFP, hands down, to get the best success. Wow, that's actually a really interesting point of view. Like, go to the bibliography and read those books. Yep. I mean, another jab story time. Whenever I wanted to cheat for sources when I was doing a research project, well, this is more for high school. I couldn't really get away with it at university. But you know how you're not allowed to reference Wikipedia? Yep. There's nothing stopping you from going to Wikipedia, scrolling down to the references, and then going to all the references. Amen. Referencing. <laughs> There's oh, nothing stopping what you. a great strategy. What a great strategy, Jab. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Here's your Jabba cheat code for life. Well, actually, I could get away with that at university because usually the sources, well, not all the sources were good, but the good sources you could absolutely roll with. And you could reference them and da 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 and perfect. All right. Um, what does a typical immature ENTJ look like? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, typical immature ENTJ. Uh, someone who, uh, when they have relationships with women, they just trade up the first opportunity they get. That's a typical ENTJ male immaturity uh, behavior. Uh, another one is is being overly impulsive, uh, constantly putting shared experiences and being really forgetful. Here's another one: not taking the time to take notes. That's that's a big one because ENTJs wonder why they're getting fired from jobs or or from anything, and it's because they didn't actually take the time to take any notes about anything that they learned during their training, or or at least keep right. or at least are keeping track of what people are telling them because if they don't keep track of what people are telling them, they're not going to be productive, and then they're going to find themselves fired. If they're not creating mem using memory tools to create totems for themselves, they are immature. So don't do that, ENTJs. Wake up. You need to like seriously make sure you have Evernote or, um, as as someone uh, important to me recently said, Snagit. Or uh, as uh, uh, another one is a, a program called MindNode. It's an Apple product. I recommend it. It's an amazing mind mapping tool. I design everything. Even my entire company marketing plan is based on mind maps in mind node or any company plan thereof it shows you the entire structure and how data flows through why would you not want a memory tool like that create yourself a memory totem folks that's how you do it entjs but if you're too lazy to do that you're not going to be successful and you are immature and no one's going to want to work with you or think highly of you and your reputation is just going to go down in the dumpster where you belong don't do that write everything down it's what you have to do it's what ntjs have to do to survive especially you entjs because you're super mega forgetful so I think I, I hit that one out of the park, Jab. What do you think? Right. Christian just donated again, and he said study for a test, he means. So how can an ESFP study for a test? Oh, ESFP study for a test, write everything down, and the same notes over and over again. Mm -hmm. Right. So just repetition. Repetition. Repetition of note-taking, right. even if it's the same notes. Great. Create that ne those neural pathways by repetition. I would yeah. also say as an ESFP, you've got that strong SE. If it's something you can do practical work on, I think you would benefit from that greatly. So, um, I don't know. If you're studying how to build cars, I'd say, you know, get your hands dirty and work on a car. Okay. Uh, if you're studying... So, totem. What is a totem? 
a totem right is, i just said get a totem <laughs> yeah 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 a totem is like 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 a sticky note with notes on it that's a totem uh, a well, journal that's a totem a notebook well, that's a totem this, a notepad file it doesn't that's a totem. necessarily it doesn't necessarily need to be a notepad i could like for example i'm holding my car keys right now and you know an si user is a totem uh, i could like remember you know the, a time where any physical objects you know, totem yeah exactly so look for up example, psychometry I got, car, I got my car keys in my hand right now and i remember driving down the highway at 110 kilometers an hour you know to a town Real man go 130 that's yeah and i can remember a a very enjoyable circumstance in my life where i was driving 110 down the highway to get to a certain location but i'm not going to go into much detail because i don't feel like sharing that right now and you know that's my totem as an si demon oh you're driving 65 miles an hour oh no god help us oh no oh no oh no that's like the highest speed limit that you could possibly get in california like that's like not even a thing (laughs) <laughs> well i mean the highest speed you can drive in well wallaby driving uh not exactly uh the best so next you know uh next infp without brilliant without long-term goals and motivation how to become the so-called brilliant academic read 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 force yourself to read topics that you're interested in and if you're too lazy to do that Find someone like me where I'll just shame you in front of your family until you're actually motivated to do anything. <laughs> oh, I'm literally imagining Chase like with some INFP person. He's like, this INFP is such a loser. He needs to do this, this, and that. And doing it and in see, front of all of his I, friends and family in a very public manner. And it's recorded hey, so I could share it with people. <laughs> and then he puts it on his YouTube channel. Hey, Amen. everyone, see this INFP over here? Like yep. I told them that if they didn't do this, this, and that, that would happen. And then it happened. Then I told them, I told you so. And it's going to happen again if you don't do it. And then it happened again. Oh my God, they're so bad. Why won't they change their ways? Everyone laugh at them. Nice. Okay. So what that means, INFPs, like if you get stuck in your rut, get ready because somebody close to you in your life, especially an NFJ, they're going to publicly shame you in order to motivate you. So if you don't want to be shamed, I recommend you guys develop some self-discipline, break your bad habits, develop new ones and have a healthy routine and you'll be way better off. All right. Another super chat question. What do you think about stoicism and its applications to everyday life? Uh, stoicism and its application to everyday life uh, could be applied to SI users. Do I recommend SE users uh, be Stoics? Hell no. Nope. Not Hell at all. no. Nope. And specifically SI heroes and SI child uh, of those types. So ICJs, ISFJs, INTPs, and INFPs benefit the most from Stoicism, but everybody else not so much. SI parents mm-hmm. could possibly make that argument, but not really. Otherwise, uh, mm-hmm. I'd avoid Stoicism outside of those types, quite frankly. Boom. All right, we've got one more patron question, maybe a couple of YouTube, and then we can wrap it up. Best study method for ESTP. I'm trying to memorize the type grid. Uh, repeated use. <coughs> really, just repeated right. use. Just um, yeah, To yeah. understand the concept best, you need to achieve a level of mastery, which is explained in Robert Greene's book titled Mastery. Right. And it's extremely useful to STPs and NFJs specifically. 
it really comes down to the amount of hours put into using it. As Tony Robbins said, people are rewarded in public for what they have practiced for years in private. I am no exception. I've been practicing this for 10 years. Perfect. Well, I think that's all the Patreon questions. So let all right, let's do, do a few moments. YouTube. Let's do a few moments of YouTube questions. All right, YouTube questions, go. What do you got? Go. We gotta wait for like the four second delay. Gotta love that delay. Jab is, yep. Jab is funny today. Oh look, no question, but here's some mm. cash for you guys. I can't explain how helpful this channel has been for me. Thank you, Chris Varga, for your donation. We very much appreciate it. Thank you, champ. We really appreciate the ten pounds. Love you long time. Love you long time. Chase yeah. is an INTJ. I don't know why I would trust an ENTP who has FI trickster. Help to get over it just call them out on their inconsistency and if they if they actually change because they're very moldable ENFP, entps and enfps are very moldable they're moldable like water they take the shape that they need to take of as just long as you don't give up on them and continue to shape them eventually uh they will be molded in such a way where uh you'll you know you'll be fine but you have to have the willpower to actually you know be there and help mold them and shape them in that way if you don't then i suggest you move on as quickly as possible it really just depends on what you're willing to deal with in order to get that get your goal uh, realized. Otherwise, uh, again, just move on. Um, eventually, uh, the pain of life will catch up to them, and uh, you know they'll be shaped accordingly by the pain of life. Or if you're willing to be that person for them, you can shape them accordingly from there. Uh, but again, that's just how much effort you want to put in. You want to put into it for the ENTP. It, it just it really comes down to effort because if you don't, life eventually will do it in total. Uh, but if you do it, then there's a chance that they could it could fast track them to that uh, better behavior. But don't forget, like you also have to maintain that you yourself are going to be jumping to the wrong conclusions anyway, and uh, you have to make sure that you're um, you're not accusing them of things that they didn't do. Because if they do, if you do do that to them, uh, there's a chance that they'll never forgive you, and they'll remember those accusations indefinitely. And ten years later, bring it up and throw it in your face at that time. And if you're really prepared for that, well, you got to make that decision. So it, it goes both ways. Right, right, right. Um, can INFPs read minds? Yes, if you're an ENFJ. <laughs> INFPs can read minds in certain cases. It's only if their TE inferior is very well developed and they have to like not be insecure about it and they also have to be willing to speak up. Mm. Um, book recommend recommendations for INTP development. Uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy. If you're, depends on if you're female or male, but no more Mr. Nice Guy is a good go-to. Yeah, also codependent, no more. Also, that book that talks about avoidant versus anxious versus um, secure attachment styles. It's very useful, especially for INTPs who are typically avoidant attachment style. Um, INTJ, immature versus mature. All right, let, I'll give you a few. Immature is uh, procrastinating a lot. And... Uh, I would say mature would be, you know, if they've got a good subconscious develop, that would be a good example of mature. Um, a good example of mature is consistency. A good example of immature would be being stagnant. Um, just trying to think. Oh, no. What, what do you think? Sorry? 
What's the question? Uh, mature. What are some examples of mature versus immature INTJs? Um, I would say immature well, INTJs I'm just are just so stuck in their mood, and then they and also the ones that are like really far out to procrastinate instead of being responsible right. with their productivity levels right. in that regard. Uh, uh, jumping to conclusions about other people's intentions, um, uh, feeling right. their paranoia yeah. is justified when it's not. And then making decisions based on that justification when it's not, which leads to alienating other right. people. Right. Uh, also, um, uh, thinking they're performing well when they're not, <laughs> and then behaving pridefully as a result of that top performance when they're not. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a big one. Uh, it, yeah. They have that that INJ cockiness to them when they do that, and the cockiness is not even like remotely. Like justified, again. That's a that's an INTJ uh, immature point of view, and then the mature ones are the complete opposite of those. So, right. Well, I, I would say my cockiness is a little bit justified. I wouldn't say that's a sign of my immaturity. Yeah, fair enough. You did write a very Hello. viral article recently, so thank you for that, Jab. You're welcome, and d don't forget my uh, cocky answer to that company that rejected me. I was like, you know. It's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. We should turn that into a t-shirt. Although I kind of feel like that might be... Uh... Never mind. Let's not go there. Let's not. Uh, uh, can you explain why SE is not the mode for stoicism? What? Because stoicism implies self-discipline and SE is not about self-discipline. Also, uh, which types are more uh, sexual, uh, sensors or intuitives? Intuitives are, hands down, way more sexual than, uh, than, than sensors. Sensors statistically have less sex than intuitives do. Does this come down to like the phenomena of, you know, it's something that's more forbidden to them, so... I remember an ESTP on that other Discord server that they were on saying, oh, I'm good if I just get it once a week. And I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever. Okay, that's nice. I'm good if I get it once a day. What? So... <laughs> once a week? Yeah, once a week. I know, right? Two intuitives here saying, like, that's crap. No, every day. What? Like, literally, it has to be every like, day. <laughs> once a week could be grounds for divorce for me. <laughs> wow thanks jab that that really hurt thank you thank you oh my goodness do like, I, users I would seriously... put more weight into what the experts say yes they do thank you for asking that question thank you so much for asking that question yes they do does this mean a chain of command what leads to what i have no idea what that means um all right uh what do you mean i'm more sexual than you chase hands down i need it every day at least twice a day okay thank you very much for saying that that's kind of awkward but okay sri ram ravikuma asks how is it that i remember every concept i've learned even though i'm an intj are they logical processes are they logical concepts because i remember logical concepts even though i have si demon but i could not remember the 100 bones 250 plus bones in the body but I could remember the thermodynamic cycles. I could remember the differences between them. I've forgotten them now. Please don't ask me. But when it came down to it, like literally the lecturer would teach it and I knew it. Like I didn't have to go and study it. Um, with regards to, you know, highly complicated processes like mass transfer and, you know, using dimensionless numbers to model the flow of constant, uh, the movement of concentration, you know, 
I would remember that stuff. How can an ENTP deal what? with procrastination? They need to be devoted, devoted to their work. It's all about devotion. It's not about willpower, what they want to do. It's about being devoted because they maintain it as their duty to do the work that they're doing because if they do not, they are harming mm. other people in the process. That is how an ENTP avoids procrastination. Is INTJ the best type? According to who? Question mark. According to who? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, how do I convince an obstinate, hard-headed ENTP that they are wrong? Uh, don't give up and provide additional reference points and data. And uh, and then, uh, again, once it hits their SI, if it's in NE land, they're not really going to go with it. But once it hits their SI and it's in the past, uh, then they have no choice but to confront that. And then they realize that you're correct. And then they will back down immediately and change their ways and hopefully develop new habits. Aha. Uh -huh. um, okay, so this isn't actually a question I think we should answer. Somebody asks, oh, let me find it. Someone just sent another question. Two more questions. Two more questions. I got time for two more. All right, let me just find where it was. Um... So this person says, an I, I'm an INTP slash J, 50% P, 50% J. How to study the most efficiently. Okay, so we can't tell you how to study the most efficiently because you are... So with 50% P, 50% J, here's an example of the failure of the MBTI test. <laughs> You're not an INTP and INTJ at the same time. I can tell you that. You're not halfway between the two. It's just a failure of the test. And I think the best thing you could do right now is use the type grid to determine which one you are, if you are of those two. Because I've seen the uh, I've seen the MBTI tests fail so many times. So my recommendations to you, sir, go to csjoseph.life, uh, put your email in, get a copy of the type grid, and use the type grid to type yourself and determine whether you're an INTJ or an INTP. Um, I guess we've got one more question now. There's a lot of questions. Pick one. Oh, let's see. Rubs hands furiously. I don't know if you can hear that. Yes, we can. Um... <laughs> Do people put too much weight on their types? Yes. Yes. How can I would I, say that. How can I tell and an I ISTP would... person he is stubborn? Watch my lecture, uh, How to Social Engineer ISTPs for the Answer. Mm -hmm. Season um, 21, episode, I think it's 11, 12. Best martial art for ESTP, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai. Why does Maybe your definition of the superego... Why does it... Here's a good one. Why does your definition of the superego differ from Freud's definition of the superego, which acts like an inner parent that hands out rewards and punishments to the psyche? Uh, because the superego, the demon, uh, it can be very rewarding if you indulge yourself in it or when it turns into angelic mode and then you can utilize its angelic properties. It is absolutely rewarding. Uh, but it could also punish you because if you uh, end up uh, making that Faustian deal with the devil, it will absolutely destroy your life. And having been made those Faustian deals with the devil through my superego when I was 18 years old, all those bad decisions that I made when I was 18 years old, I'm still paying for them to this day.
mm-hmm. and the price will be paid. Uh, and that's just how it is. The superego, my definition of superego means it is the superfluous ego, meaning that it is extra wow. or not necessary to have, but it is there. And it becomes necessary to have when it becomes the angelic ego, which it can happen only through basically enlightenment. And that only happens after developing your subconscious and your unconscious simultaneously to full maturity and maturation, therefore allowing you to healthily access your superego and you turn it, begin turning it into an angelic form instead of the demonic form that it is. All right. I I, uh, also, also, Muriel, I don't think you're sorry. Uh, and uh, yes, I will go to bed. So otherwise, uh, <laughs> thank you, folks. Uh, have a good night. Um, we will not have a Q&A yeah. session this coming Sunday because I am busy moving, uh, but we will have it the following weekend. So thank you very much for being here tonight. Thank you for the super chats and your continued support. We really appreciate it. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, anything else, Chad, before we go? Yeah, I mean, I might shop Sunday. I mean, this is a work in progress that I've just pulled out of my butt, but I might show up He's on very good at that. Discord. Yeah, I'm very good at, you know, putting things in or removing them from my butt. I'll tell you that All much. right, well, uh, we're, we're going to go while you go uh, demonstrate that for <laughs> us uh, without us looking or hearing, so. Right, what I was going to say is I was thinking maybe I could do like a jab at Q&A just on Discord, not on YouTube. Yeah, I'm maybe potentially. Two dollars like from Morgan Flies. Have a good night. Yes, thank you, the Morgan Flies. Much appreciated. Have a good night, folks. Thank you, thank you, champ. Good night, everyone. Uh, sweet dreams. Uh, give me more money because I'm coin operated. <laughs> Thanks. I'll talk to you later.